Hi, welcome to our first episode of the Caronel Talks Lifestyle Podcast this semester. I'm one of your hosts, Carrington Garland. And I'm the other host, Nathaniel Lilly. Shout out to Pops Resale for sponsoring this episode. Go shop at Pops. Our guest for this episode is the new editor-in-chief of the Caronel Lifestyle and Fashion Magazine. My name is Rana. I'm a junior at UK. I'm studying journalism on the print multimedia track. And I'm also minoring in psychology. Um, I My hometown's in Louisville, although I wouldn't necessarily say I'm like from Louisville just because I moved there pretty relatively recently, like 2018. Before that, I was in Atlanta. And then before that, I was in Saudi Arabia. So I feel like I moved around a lot. So where I'm from isn't like an easy, answer, easy question for me to answer, honestly. Um, but yeah, right now I'm in Louisville. Um, I've been with KRNL since freshman year. I started out as a blog writer and uh, moved my way up. And now I am editor and I'm really excited about it. What was your experience like living in Saudi Arabia? I was, so I was pretty young. I was there basically all of elementary school up until fifth grade. So not much that I can like very easily remember, but yeah, it was most of my childhood. I went to an American school, so not too different from my experience in schools in America. But yeah, it's sad. It's the Middle East, you know, there are very obvious differences about with, you know, Middle East and America. But yeah, I was really young. Not much that I can very distinctly remember about it. So it sounds like you've been to a lot of cool places. What made you want to come to UK? UK, I was, UK was not my first choice. I'll be totally honest. <laughs> um, I initially thought that, that I wanted to like go really far away, like California. Um, and then it has, it sort, it sort of has to do with the schools that I got into. And then sort of also has to do with the opportunities that were presented to me with UK. So I got into the Honors College. I got a lot of great scholarships and I like met my advisor and I researched like different communities at UK and I decided that, you know, I I actually could see myself like thriving on this campus. So that's why I eventually, you know, chose to, to go with UK. But I don't regret it at all. I really, I've really been enjoying my time here and I wouldn't change my decision for anything. What made you want to get into journalism and also have a psychology minor too? Oh yeah. Psychology minor is weird. I, I thought for a long time that I wanted to major in psychology. I thought that I was going to be a therapist. I, re- I was like, oh, I really want to, you know, help people in that way. Um, but I was always very strong at writing. Um, like English was my best subject in school and I loved writing. I loved telling stories in that like form. So I was trying to think about, you know, how could I use that to my advantage? And how can I use that in my career, but also like marrying different interests of mine as well with that um, love for writing. So um, I also really love fashion. So I was thinking, okay, fashion and writing, oh, fashion journalism. Journalism sounded like a really great um, way to like go and do the kinds of things that I loved while also doing the writing part because I really think that I'm good at it. Um, Yeah, so I'm working towards that. I think I want to go into fashion journalism once I'm out of here. I think that would be my dream job, I I would say. I heard you had a really cool internship over the summer. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, so this summer I was in London. Um, I was doing a four-week course in London at the Condé Nast College of Fashion and Design. It was basically like a a fashion media course where I um, kind of learned what goes into the the publication of a magazine like Vogue. 
specifically Vogue. It was called the Vogue Summer Intensive course, so it was all about Vogue. Um, I learned pretty much everything, like fe- what, what, how features are created, how the shoots are conceptualized and created, what a creative, creative director is, what an art director is. Everything that goes into a magazine, like even even event uh, stuff, event planning and um, social media stuff, it was it was a lot, but it was amazing at the same time. And um, my like course long project basically was to come up with a proposal for the uh, September issue of Vogue, British Vogue, and it was super challenging, but at the same time, like it was so fun because. It's almost kind of like we what we do with Care now. Like it's the same process, you know, coming up with the features, the shoots, but applied on like a whole nother level. And it was, um, it was really, I'm really proud of the the product that my group was able to come up with. But yeah, it was just such an educational, and it, it kind of like made me realize, like, yes, this is the kind of stuff that I want to be doing when I'm out of college, and I'm really grateful for it. What was like your favorite part of that whole process? I mean, I. Obviously, coming into care now, like as a as a person who writes and as a as the person who like came from lifestyle, the lifestyle portion of care now, I had a lot of experience with the feature part, with the writing and the stories. But it was nice to like explore the other parts of of magazine production. I really found that I I found that I really enjoyed the um, like shoot production part of it. Um, you know, going into the studio, kind of di- giving direction to the model, kind of helping lead the like the direction of the shoot and in, in, as in general and um yeah I mean I, I I was surprised that I liked it so much I was surprised that I thought of how well I was doing in that role so I mean I'll, I would love to like explore that more maybe with Karenelle or maybe in the future honestly but yeah I was that was probably one of you were getting to like explore the different parts of magazine production that I nece- don't necessarily like get to do with care or haven't done with Karenelle yet but yeah, I definitely learned a lot, and I can't wait to apply what I learned in London to Caranel. What aspects of Caranel drew you to get involved with it before you got involved? Yeah, so I heard about Caranel. Um, I think it was college day of my freshman year. Mine was on Zoom because of COVID, but I was listening to Dean Greer talk about the different like opportunities for CI students on campus, and I heard about Colonel, but I hadn't heard about Caranel at that point. Um, so I looked into it more and I was like mind blown because I was like, wow, this is this is perfect because this is exactly what I want to do. And I didn't think that I would find this kind of community on campus. I spoke to Jen Smith, who was my journalism 101 professor, and then she put me in connection with Akira, who was, I, I think, lifestyle editor at the time. And she helped me get started. And I, I just I think the fact that it was a community of people who shared the same interests as me. I, I love the, the idea of like a team and like a collaboration and just this close-knit community of like really talented creatives on campus coming together to create something. And I, it just really drew me to that. And I, I really wanted to be a part of it. So I wanted to do, I would have done anything like for them at the, like when I was just starting. But luckily I got to do blog. Um, I did blog for a semester and then I got moved up to um, online lifestyle team. And then it was Every semester after that, was it was another role. After online lifestyle, I was copy editor and online content editor. So I did the blogs and, and the editing of the magazine. And then I went up to, I did all that plus managing editor. And then I, I, I'm in this role. So yeah, it's just, I've really gotten to know KRNL and the people who are a part of it. And I know it inside out. And it's just so amazing to see like how far, I mean, not only have I come, but the whole publication has come. Um, I would be lying if I didn't say that I like 
pictured myself in this position from the very start. Honestly, when I first heard about Care Now, I knew that, yeah, I'm, I'm going to, I hope to like run this thing um, at some point. I just really, it was, I don't know, it was just, I wanted to, not only did I want to like build my resume for like, you know, job application purposes, like, yes, I, I ran this magazine and I, but it's also just like the experience. I mean, I want to, be able to, like I said with London, like how I was able to explore every part of magazine production, that's kind of like what I get to do now. I, I get to have a say in all of those parts, whereas before I could only kind of just do lifestyle. And, you know, as managing editor, I got to like peep into the other parts, but now I actually get to like contribute and participate. <laughs> um, yeah, so I just, I'm really looking forward to that, to like getting to, immerse myself in all of the teams because I didn't really have much like for example like I don't know much about what styling does like in fashion like if our fashion team does I know what they do but I don't know like the process so I think part of why I wanted to be editor was because I wanted to not only lead this publication that I love so much but also get to know it um, in all different ways so so far what is like your day in the life of being editor-in-chief what have you had to do so far was it what you expected to I mean, I, when I was managing editor and I was kind of like shadowing Allie, I kind of got a good idea of what she does in a day and what kind of stuff she has to go through. Um, so far, it's actually been pretty, pretty, like it's pretty, it's been a lot, honestly, even though we're just getting started, I've had to do a lot of like planning and I've been, it's a lot of met like texts going out to the staff members. I'm just like, just make sure you remember this or, Hey, what do you think about this? Can you do this? Um, it's a lot of communication. I think if you're, if you're going to be editor, you have to be very communicative. If you're going to be on a team, I just think you have to be communicative. Um, yeah. So it hasn't been too bad where the, to the point where I'm like stressing and like crying or anything, but, um, yeah, I'm just glad that everyone on the staff is like here for me as well. I'm here for them and they're here for me and they're, we're trying to make each other, like the process easy for everybody. I think we have our first shoot coming up next week. So I've been, that's been taking up most of my time, just trying to nail everything down for that. But yeah, I think it's just going to be something new. And with this stories being due this week as well, I'm just kind of have to focus on different things at the same time. And it's, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> what would you say your leadership style is like? So, I mean, I'm not a very like confrontative person. If there's a problem happening, a problem going on, I don't like it just it's a little bit like nerve-wracking for me to just straight up go up to that person and, and address it i want i'm like a people pleaser but at the same time i know what i want and i know um you know w what is going to be the right solution to a problem and i will approach that in a, like a kind way but if things get out of hand i'm not afraid to like be like put my foot down or anything um i'm a very I'm not like a lone wolf type of leader. I definitely work best with people who are there to like advise me and help me make the right decisions, guide me toward the right uh, decision. So um, that's what I'm, I'm glad to have like my advisors there for my managing editor, everyone basically on exec and on staff um, are there for me. And I'm, I never kind of intended to be like the person who was so authoritative and was like, my way goes and no one else can have any say in it. I'm definitely, I'm, I'm not, I don't roll that way. I, I, 
I prefer to work with other people and to hear everybody out. It's just, and, I, and then I, that way it feels like everyone's contributing, everyone's voice is being heard. And that's, I don't want anyone to like feel like they're, they're not playing a significant part in this team. It is a, it is a, it has to work as a team. Like it can't work with just one or two people taking charge. That it just, it's really important to, to me that that's how it works. That's really cool. Is there anything that's on the horizon for KRNL? Like, I know in the past they did, like, runway, mm -hmm. like, fashion shows and stuff like that. Is anything like that coming up? Well, the fashion shows, so you mean the, like, the fashion shows of vintage therapy? I mean, yeah, yeah we definitely want to continue with those. And I definitely want to expand our outreach and, and our, our kind of interactions and relationships with the community. So, like, we, well, we have, like, the runways with vintage therapy. I would love to expand that and do more with other um, organizations. Um, I'm really glad that our podcast team is like growing. I'm like so happy that we have a bunch of new uh, staff and a bunch of new topics that are going to be discussed. Mm -hmm. So that's actually a really big thing that I am very, very much looking forward to. Um, I would just say this issue that we have planned is is going to be, you know, everything that KRNL stands for and more. We always like to do more every single semester so i would definitely for everybody listening definitely keep your eyes peeled for late this semester when the new issue comes out and it's it's just going to be amazing we have so many talented people working on it could you give us any hints on future shoots or anything upcoming for the magazine i would say expect a lot of more you know creative design elements um i know that you know we we, we've been trying to experiment with design in the past, but I think that this semester we're really trying to go all out with it. So I think that would be, that's something really, like I'm really looking forward to and I think everyone else should be looking forward to because I, I love I loved that. I'm like, we're giving the designers and the real, like the cool artists on our team uh, an opportunity to, to experiment and to kind of do their thing. That is really exciting because, like, the design team is so good. Yes. They're uh, so talented. I love them. It's a small team, but they have so much, like, talent. And I'm, like, I'm in awe of them. I'm, like, jealous of them sometimes. <laughs> and I know you touched on it, but, like, for your dream job, is there a specific, like, fashion publication you, you would want to work for? Mm -hmm. Well, I've gotten to know Vogue really well this summer, and, and I would definitely, I could definitely see myself working at Vogue. Um, but I also love the more edgy publications like ID or Dazed. Any, any like print fashion publication, I would be happy to be a part of. Um, I, you know, we, we were talking about it in London, like the, like how, you know, a lot of people like to start their own magazines and stuff like that. I don't know if that's, something I might do but like I think with my editor experience that I'm going to gain that could be something that I end up doing but I really I, re I think I, I something like Vogue uh, ID days that's kind of where that's like the end goal I would say mm -hmm. that'd be cool if you started your own fashion publication yeah, though I mean yeah it's like daunting to think about it but yeah. that would be if I, I don't know, I'm like scared of like being an entrepreneur and a founder and stuff like that. But I mean, I know I, someone else that I was doing the program with did it and she is, she, I mean, it's amazing the kind of work that she does. So, and you know, that's another great thing about the London. I got to meet so many people who do such like creative things in different parts of the like fashion industry. Um, but yeah, 
she, she, her stuff is amazing. One of my lecturers has her own magazine. Mm-hmm. She's that, which is amazing as well. Um, I think Karenelle is like prepping me for that. I'm really, I'm really glad to be yeah. part of Karenelle. It's just giving me so many great ideas. Mm-hmm. Maybe this conversation we're manifesting it for you right now. Yes, yeah. oh my gosh, please. <laughs> Ho- hopefully. hopefully. So I'm sure you don't have a lot of free time outside of KRNL, but what are some of your hobbies you like to do? Uh, I, I am like a huge, okay, so I, I love reality TV. Um, do you watch The Housewives? I watch The ha- Real Housewives of Atlanta. <laughs> I love and Real Housewives of Atlanta. So good, it's so good. But I also really like like um, survival competition type of reality shows. Like right now, I'm really into Big Brother. Okay. I'm keeping up with it every Wednesday, Thursday, and Sunday, and I watch the live feed sometimes. It's kind of it's making me mad right now because of like some of the people I like are at risk of going home, and I'm like really upset about it. But um, yeah, that's like been taking up a lot of my time. Um, I also really like, I'm not like a very super social person. I I am very introverted, I would say. So you will probably not find me partying and clubbing and stuff (laughs) like that. I'm more of like a homebody and I like to stay in bed and like watch, you know, my my reality TV and like sometimes I'll read as well. I love reading. Um, Yeah, I'm, I'm very much like, a fashion person through and through so I'm, I'm also like I've, I am guilty of like retail therapy where I'm just spending so much money on clothes that I, I probably don't need but I'm trying to work on that I'm trying to be like more sustainable in that way so um yeah that's those are kind of like my hobbies I would say <laughs> what's your go-to like shopping website or like your comfort store mm-hmm. so if I'm well like I said I'm trying to be more sustainable so I have been I've used ThreadUp a lot in the past. I love ThreadUp. Yes, I love ThreadUp. It's like thrifting online, but like you know the stuff that you're getting is like good quality. You know the brand, the you know you can sort by like whatever kind of product you're looking for, and it's just it's a great way to like thrift on and like in the comfort of your own bed if you're someone like me who doesn't like to go out that much. Yeah, I think that's probably one of the the main. I'm, I'm trying to stay away from. I mean, I'm I'm still guilty of like fast fashion like purchasing but i'm trying to work on that a little bit more but yeah thread up that's like my my go-to little website i'm not going to gatekeep it I, i've literally <laughs> written a, bl- a karen blog about it so everyone please <laughs> explore and what is your favorite movie and song right now oh my gosh favorite movie my favorite movie is the devil wears prada and i know that's probably probably like a very stereotypical answer for someone in fashion journalism but it is true it's one of my favorite movies and it's been one of my favorite movies for a long time Favorite song, I'm going to look on my phone real quick because it's like, oh my gosh, so Beyonce, Renaissance. Le- that Right now, my favorite song is probably Virgo's Groove or hmm, I would say maybe Cuff It. Cuff It or Virgo's Groove on that album are so good. I've been playing, I listen to it in London and, I, and now every time I, I listen to it, it reminds me of London and it's like kind of like nostalgic in that way. But also, it's just such a good album. And it's like, a really good it's album. It's amazing. It's an amazing album. And as a Virgo, I, I'm i so happy that she <laughs> she wrote Virgo's Group because that is that is my song. I, no. I claim it. <laughs> I'm so jealous that Virgo's got a song exactly. by her. That whole album is so good. It's like perfect dance music. Exactly. To all the Virgo haters <laughs> out there, you, yeah. Beyonce said, no more. No, no more hate. <laughs> I listen to Energy nonstop. Yes. I love that song. Oh my gosh, it's just so good. I can't wait for the next two ones. I know she has mm-hmm. three. 
Yeah, it's crazy that she's coming out with like three whole albums or two now. Yeah. I'm excited. Oh, she's she's amazing. Love her. Thoughts on Thick. That's kind of my favorite. Thick. Okay. Guy. That one. Yeah, that one's really. I think mm-hmm. there's there isn't a bad song on the album, if I'm being totally honest. Thick. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think about other concerts. That's a thick. Yep. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Good. Good one. That is a good one. I'm not going to say the lyrics. <laughs> 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 um, after experiencing like London and Vogue kind of for a few weeks, is there anything real about the Devil Wears Prada? I mean, yeah, I think that the Devil Wears Prada is like, it's, I, I say this a lot. The Devil Wears Prada, like when s- most people watch it, it kind of scares them from the, from the industry. When I watch it, I'm like inspired by it. Like it really like makes me want to be part of it so bad. Um, there is like a realness to it. It is kind of like cutthroat, I would, I guess, but it is, it's very like collaborative and it's very, it's not as like, it's not as intimidating as it might seem in that movie. And um, if you know, like, you know, Miranda Priestley is supposed to be Anna Wintour and, you know, and, and that way it can be kind of scary. Like, oh, this is, this is real. This is how it actually is. But no, I, I would say at least now, maybe now, maybe in the past it used to be like really scary, but like now with the, um, type of I guess like the way the pro- the progress that like everyone has made um and the how publications have grown I think it, it's like so much more collaborative now and people are happy to work with each other and it's it's always scary when you're like doing I mean I would assume that if you're doing 12 magazines a year that you know it can be getting a stressful situation where people can come off as like mean and stuff like that but I, d- I just don't it doesn't like turn me away from the industry, if that makes sense. Like it's like I expect that if I were if I were to go into the industry, I, I would expect that. But yeah, um, it's still just a great movie. <laughs> I love it. I love them. I would recommend it to anyone. Um, but don't let it like scare you from the industry. I would say. And do you have any favorite actor or actresses right now? Uh, I would say Zendaya. She's uh, mine. Yes, yes, Zendaya. I've been a fan since the Shake It Up days, mm-hmm. and I think, I think she might be also be like my style icon. I think every time she she's styled by Law Roach, and I think he's an amazing stylist, and she's just the perfect like muse mm-hmm. for his kind of styling. Um, yeah, I'm obsessed with her. Obsessed, obsessed, obsessed with her. Um, yeah, she's and you know, Euphoria, Spider Man. She does amazing. She can. I feel like she is so versatile as mm-hmm. an actress, and she she can do anything. Um, yeah, my fave. Yeah, <laughs> and she's really like done a good job of like not being held to like being a Disney star. Yes. Like she's really grown out of it and like rebranded herself. And I think that's really hard to do. It is. If you look at some of the other, you know, former Disney and Nickelodeon stars, that it's kind of like hard to to break out of that shell. And not a lot of people have been able to successfully do that. But Zendaya, I think she is. On her way, I if not already like an A list. Oh yes, yeah. oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Last question: Do you have a daily mantra or affirmation you tell yourself? I think I find myself saying this a lot. I just say it'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm just talking about something, like oh, I'm really like I think earlier, like before we were recording, I was just like, yeah, my psychology next psychology class is gonna probably kill me, but it'll be okay. Like. I feel like it's just so, it's so simple, but it's like also reaffirming for me. You know, it's not like, yes, 
you, you it'll be amazing it'll because maybe it won't be but it'll at the very least it'll be okay and I'm fine I'm content with that and I'm fine with that and it's just it's kind of motivating in that way <laughs> that's a good reassurance and thank you so much for talking yes, with us of course thank you guys so much for having me thank you so much for listening to this episode we hope you really enjoyed it be on the lookout for next week's episode which will be the fashion podcast first episode